You said rhino fun facts in the way that they say, gotta move on, like in Funky Town. Rhino fun facts, so. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Welcome to the Weekend Catch Up Podcast. This is the podcast where we get you caught up on all things tech, pop culture, and slaps. Slaps. Rhinos. Rhinos. Slapping rhinos. No one's actually slapped rhinos this week. No, that we know of. But the way that this week is playing out, TBD. It's still Friday. TBD. So thanks for listening this week. We have a wait. Who are we? Crazy obsession. Crazy obsession. Crazy insane week to get into. Yes. Who are we? But first, I'm Bree, joined by my wonderful husband Isaac. Hi. Hi. Yes. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> thanks for listening with us this week. Before we get into the week, do you want to talk about our week in pop culture? Do you sure. have one? Yes, I do. Okay, go for it. Okay. I'm mad. Did you hear me? You're mad. You threw paper. You threw paper down. I'm mad. Angry. Okay. Yes. You right still now, threw it in a stack, though. You well, angrily threw a stack of paper. I don't want to clean it up. Right. Okay. You dropped okay, it. Okay. So there's this thing happening on TikTok right now yes. that is driving me insane. Okay. What happened? So people are posting in the comment section. Part of part of the joys of TikTok is watching the video, laughing, and going to the comment section. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then it sorts it by the top comments. People love them. Right? right. Yeah. So you get the joy and the fun of reading, of watching this funny thing, and then seeing what everyone is saying about it. Sure. It's It's part of the fun. It's the tradition. It is the tradition. So as of late, the trend, or I don't know, something that's happening is people are posting in the comment section, story time, question mark. Oh, they're asking for a follow-up. But it's not for, it doesn't make sense that it's there. Or they'll say crop question mark. Okay. It's just troll, like people are trolling videos just to have that be the top comment. Okay. I guess because it's the most recent comment or something. I don't know. The way that the algorithm works is that that is ahead of all of the top liked comments right now. So it's just, it's memeing every every post okay so i can imagine a situation where like the algorithm is detecting that if someone posts story time question mark more often than not the algorithm is detecting that the original creator is responding to that with another video yeah i guess so So it must push that higher so it's just people saying story time storage and it's for things that don't need a story time it's for like brand, like a a dog chasing a butterfly. Story time. Like if you someone know? throws a slice of cheese at the wall and it sticks. Someone, story time. Story time. Or crop. People okay. do crop. Okay. It's driving me insane because I like you. yes because I like to look at the comments after I look at the video and yeah. I can't do my normal thing and oh. it's taking away the enjoyment for me and everyone is saying please stop please stop doing this please stop doing this but then those comments make it to the top too right so it's just. It's detracting from the overall experience of getting funny. It started. It started a couple days ago, and I think that it's finally going to start tapering up this weekend because, as is with TikTok and Gen Z, nothing lasts for long. Nothing Nothing lasts lasts for longer than a two-hour stretch. Than a snap of the fingers. So we'll move on from it, Mm -hmm. but it's driving me insane. In the meantime, it is bugging you. It's bugging me. It's bugging me so bad. Okay. All right. Because I can't go and look at the top comments. you got to scroll past all the story time, story time, story Mm. time, multiple story times every time you want to look at the top comments. Brutal. It is so horrible. I'm so sorry. Has anyone commented on your hat today? Uh, No, I actually just put it on because I realized how messy my hair was when I came back to the office. So I'm wearing a goofy hat today. So, um, 
What about you? What's your week in pop culture? Okay, my week in pop culture. Have we done anything? Have you done anything? Yeah, I'm I'm back into Fortnite again. Oh yeah, so yeah, they released a version of Fortnite that yeah. includes no building. So give us the rundown on that. So for like the last week or so, I think we're over a week now. Fortnite has taken away the building aspect of the game, which is kind of like the main draw. And the main differentiating factor between Fortnite and other Battle Royale style games. But it's also why a lot of people hate it. Well, it's also why a lot of old heads hate it. So the younger kids, like the kiddos that play Fortnite, love building. They love building. It's one of the main like fun things about it. It kind of has a crafting and building element Minecraft to it. element, maybe? Yeah, and people love being able to do that. People get very intense and the people that are really but it's not building it's like fast building right that's the thing there's a specific skill involved with building that a lot of people had prided themselves in obtaining and it is very counter to the style of gameplay that i play in fortnite which is just pure aggression go in shoot everything pew, that pew, moves. Pew. right the pew pews so the people that are builders are mad at the pew pews because the pew pews have had their own game mode for like the last over a week. Do you, can you still play the original? The original is not in the game right now. Oh, I could see so why they're upset. They're very upset. I was actually in the Fortnite subreddit and I'm going to read. Um, okay, here. I, I pulled up this comment specifically to read on the pod because it's someone who has an opinion on the build mode right now or the no build mode. Okay, so this was posted by user. Don't don't say any swears. No, Sean survives. Okay, and this had a pretty good reception. This was three hours ago. I guess it's good a good business move, but I hate zero build. It favors aggressive players who just charge into battle without any strategy. It's also impossible to take on an entire squad if your team gets knocked because you can't build to protect your spot and heal. I've been frustrated in playing for a very long time, probably going to take a break and stop playing for a bit. So that's someone who is very in favor of Fortnite original, sort of original flavor. Uh -huh. They're not liking the build mode, but I think... The thing is, they like the snowball fight where you build up your little snowball cave. Tons of people have been brought back into Fortnite. I mean, like a lot of people are coming back because of this. So what I think is going to happen is they're going to bring build mode back as its own mode and they're going to keep yeah. the no build mode as its own separate thing. They've already said that they're going to do that. But people are just being really impatient right now about how no build is there right now. So it's been very funny. That's interesting. I wonder why they did that. I guess to get you guys to come back. I think so. I think. They and then once you're seen... back, they're going to. Oh, yeah. They're they... going to release well, it I back. I jumped in and I spent like 20 bucks on the battle pass. Oh, my pass. gosh. You did not. Yeah. On the battle pass. Is that what you spent it on? Yeah. Okay, well, you've actually spent $40. Not on Fortnite. Yes, it was. It said Fortnite and there were two charges. Oh, I Each did. were $17. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> so that's the thing. I did do that. I screenshotted it and sent it to you. Do you want to look at it? No, I'm good. I believe you. I've okay. been, I'm back in. And with that, Fortnite has a ton of things that I wanted to buy as my sort of re-entry into the game. <laughs> <laughs> the phase that you made. Uh, let's jump right into our topic number one. The slap. The, okay. Before we get there, let's, let's, before we get there, um, this guy wrote an article from Relevant Magazine, and I'm going to give a shout out to his name is Tyler Huckabee for Relevant. He had a, um, a article on this that isn't purely about the slap. I wanted to stay away from all of the slap related think pieces because, frankly, it's just acid in my eyeballs for Why? people to have so many different takes on this. Because there's one take that's correct, and we're going to get to that. That's, okay. That's on the way. Tyler says, when the Academy announced that it would be removing eight awards from the Oscars televised broadcast, the general response was bewilderment. The execs at ABC made the call 
before the event even happened that best editing, best score, simply didn't appeal to the average person. So those awards would be handed out before the broadcast and aired in clips dispersed throughout the show. So things like best editing, best sound design, those awards that were given to people for all of their hard work on movies weren't even aired during the Oscars. They were kind of like clipped and posted, you know, kind of sporadically throughout, but not the entire big event like you're supposed to get. So Tyler made the point that, you know who cares about that? People who watch the Oscars, like film nerds who want to watch and see who won the award for best score in a movie. That's what matters to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So on top of that, the Oscars were kind of train wrecky before the slap even happened. He also said that the Oscars aired on ABC, which is, of course, owned by Disney, through which I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. So Disney was got to be family friendly. They were up for awards for Encanto, Luca, West Side Story, Raya and the Last Dragon and more. I think you mean Encanto. Yes. So Tyler made the point that ABC could mysteriously not find time to air Denzel Washington's presentation for Samuel L. Jackson's Lifetime Achievement Award, but did manage to air not only one, but two Encanto song performances, one of which wasn't even up for best song. So there's a little bit of favoritism there already. A lot of things were cut to and make... Encanto right. is huge, though. It's huge, but at the same time... It is time, the top Disney song But at of the same time, time, Samuel L. Jackson's Lifetime Achievement Award is probably something that's worthy to be aired instead of... They didn't of, air both of them? No. That's what it's... That's Oop. No, they didn't air that one. They aired two Encanto songs. <laughs> well, which ones? Not one, but two. Uh, Bruno, for sure. And then another one I can't... I don't recall. Well, the one, one that they're using for the... Um, yeah, the one that they're entering for all the awards, as they're saying, was supposed to be the original theme of the whole movie that encapsulates what the movie means is Dos Oreguitas, which is the sweet song about the violence in Colombia uh, yeah. and okay. the sure. candle passing yeah. and magic and all that. It's a great song. So we don't talk about what Bruno just happened to be a bop. Right. <laughs> An unexpected bop. <laughs> An unexpected bop, so I could see them playing both of those. But yeah. anyway, go ahead. So... The point is being made that the Oscars was already kind of off the rails a little bit before they even got down to the train wreck that happened between Will and Chris. And I would say it's Will's actions that we're going to talk about here. So let's do it. Slap happened. There's been a week's worth of memes. The slap apocalypse. Okay, so wait, let's run it down. If you have been living under a rock. Right. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair. She's A very tame joke. Right. He made a reference to a 90s movie, G.I. Jane, said G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, making a reference that she shaved her head. Demi Moore was in G.I. Jane. She shaved her head for that movie. Yep. It wasn't received well. It was kind of a flop, and she shaved her head for nothing. Chris was making us the joke. About her shaved head. About her shaved head. Okay. Um, There's clips of William Smith laughing at that joke. Okay. I think it was like he was already laughing and then he had the smile on his face and then he stopped. The joke happened and he was laughing. We don't okay. Have to, anyway, like, forensic detective it, but like the joke happened and he laughed at it. Belly laughed. So he gets up on the stage. After that, after that, a beat happens. Will gets up on the stage and he goes, Oh, smacks Chris in the face. Okay. Then turns his back, sits back down. Chris played it off. Okay. Like played it off really well and for most people that were watching on abc it was muted for several seconds because will was yelling obscenities from his seat right and i'm not gonna play that part but i am gonna play a part um hold on okay so i'm gonna play a moment here that someone else pointed out to me is a moment where chris rock 
actively decided to take the high road, okay? And I don't think anyone else is really talking about this. Yep. So check this moment out here, okay? Chris Rock, by the way. This is after the slap. This is after the slap. After the shouting. After Will has shouted from his seat, keep my wife's name out your bleepity bleepity mouth. Chris Rock, who, by the way, has made an entire career on being very quick-witted, sometimes pretty stingy with insults, and could basically rip Will to shreds if he wanted to, okay? Okay. Check this part out. And Bree's watching it, but you can hear this, too. Well, I could, oh, okay. Well, I could, oh, okay. So Chris, right there, right there, is actively going like, Well, I could, oh, 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 okay, okay, oh, buddy. Decides to play it off and say, That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. So there we go. Um, So... Chris Rock decides not to press charges. He totally could have. And I've heard that he can in the future if he decides to. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of celebrities are talking out about it. My favorite was Jim Carrey, who was Mm -hmm. like, guys, if this was anybody else, if this was some random guy that went up and slapped someone in the face on live television, they'd be arrested. Yeah, for sure. And just goes into like the achievements that these people are getting. It Mm -hmm. totally, you know, it bogs all of that down mm-hmm. all of the energy yeah it just yeah it was really gross and clearly we're talking about it on the podcast it overshadowed every single thing that happened in the rest of the event well why did why did will smith slap what is the theory so the theory <laughs> right. is that his wife has alopecia they've had a very rocky relationship very right. public rocky relationship she, and i will say unnecessarily so yes she has a she show, has she red has a table show talk on facebook where they air very intentionally, and it doesn't seem like Will is like super stoked about this. Yeah. But they choose to air all of their dirty laundry about how they have kind of this like quasi open relationship. I don't think it is an open relationship. I think she cheated on him. They right? they did like talk about how she cheated on him, and it's a very gaslighty conversation. You can look up how the conversation went down if you but want. There's a moment, I watched it this afternoon prepping to talk about this because this is the most I ever get invested in celebrity gossip, but here it is. Like, initially, Will calls what she did an indiscretion, okay? Okay. Jada corrects him for calling it that, and she says, you know what? I don't regret it. I think it was a beautiful learning experience for me. Like, and and Will just kind of like pivots like, "Uh uh-huh, yep, mm mm-hmm, like teary-eyed. Like, it's rough. It's really rough to watch. Yeah, so they've had the very public rocky relationship before but Mm -hmm. she's losing her hair because of alopecia which is a skin condition i think and she shaved her head because she's losing her hair right and i i think that just all of that accumulated to just super duper offense i don't think that he could have said it was a very tame joke right and i I don't know i don't know so i'm gonna say though whether it was a tame joke or whether it was a pretty gnarly joke i am gonna say offense is kind of a it's kind of a relative term like you can be offended by one thing and other people don't have to be but when you walk up and smack someone in the face like all all different interpretations for that you really can't like undeniably actually physically assault someone yeah i think it sets it apart a little differently i think that even even the yelling from the audience like he was yelling obscenities but it wasn't hitting someone right you know exactly yeah he could have yelled something it could have kept going but to walk up and actually hit someone, to assault someone, isn't something that On I national think TV. Yeah, anyone should take lightly. And that's not cool. And uh, 
Steve Harvey made the point that Will got up there, slapped him, and then immediately turned his back on him to walk away, which is not something you would do in real life to anyone. If you walk up and you slap another dude in the face, it's about to be hands. Like, you're about to fight them. That's an initiation. But Will knew that Chris wasn't going to do anything, so it was just this further abuse of power where he walks up, does his thing, knows that he's going to get away with it, and sits back down. Yeah. The, the Academy has since come out and said that they asked Will to leave after that happened, but he refused to, which, okay, cool. That's why you have security there. You take that person out of the building. He actually accepted an award after that. Right. He accepted an award. And what's worse, people had a clapped and cheered. And he tried to like... And standing ovation. Yeah. He tried to equate his behavior to Venus and, Cerulean, Venus and Serena Williams' dad's like defending of his family. He immediately like tried to tie it to that and draw a one-to-one comparison. I think it was just super emotional guy going through the throes of it, acted out, lashed out yeah. in a very bad way. And everyone and everyone and, and just is trying to play it off. Yeah. It's rough. It's really rough. And I think that it's just Chris Rock further... being the bitter, bigger person, I think about it. Yeah. But I think he is. I mean, I think that Chris is being the bigger person about it. No question. And I think that the people hindsight, who are, yeah, he probably would have made a joke about it, but it was a pretty tame joke. Yeah, he could have launched into five more minutes of making fun of Jada, which other comedians probably would have. But a lot of comedians are, of course, saying like, hey, this kind of sets a really messed up precedent where if someone's mad about what you say, they can just walk up and punch you. And that's not how real life works. Like you don't you don't punch someone because they said words. Yeah, that's not great. This is one of those big award show moments that's going to go down. In history, like yeah. when uh, Kanye got up and took Taylor's award. Originally, you know? I thought this was fake. Originally, I thought this was just a staged no. stupid thing. And then I watched all of the other like recaps of it. And I was like, oh, no, like this actually. Wow. OK. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty rough. So, yeah. I mean, we're not giving too much of an original thought here. I wasn't certainly going to hop on here and defend Will Smith. But I am going to say there are people who are saying like, no, he defended his wife's honor. Like, dude. No. You would not be saying that if two guys in a 7-Eleven parking lot like got into a fight over words. You'd be like, okay, that's stupid. They're fighting over words. That's ridiculous. Someone posted on Reddit that basically they worked at an arcade in a bigger city and they had a big brawl that broke out, okay? Mis- destroyed machines. They had to close early for the weekend and lose thousands of dollars, okay? The source of the fight, someone like disrespected someone in front of their family. Like, that was it. It's the exact mm. same thing. Like, it's it's insane to escalate from words. And it's 100% on Will Smith, I think. And I think, in my eyes, for what it's worth, and I hope in a lot of people's eyes, he's lost a lot of credibility as, like, the fun, kind of happy-go-lucky guy yeah. that, that he sort of projected. And I hope that's the case. I hope the dude doesn't get an award the rest of his life. That's stupid. It's completely dumb. Okay, speaking of things that suck... it. What? Dyson, the vacuum people. Wait, I thought I was going to do mine. We're going to do yours last. Because oh, because mine's notes. happy story. Yeah. Okay, I was all queued up. I was we're ready going, to go. We're going rough news, which was the slappy slap. And then we're going medium. This is kind of weird. And then we're going to wrap up with your rhino thing, because your rhino thing is beautiful and awesome. And I love it. It's amazing. So everyone thought this was an early April Fool's joke by Dyson, the vacuum company. But turns out, no, this is actually just as ridiculous as it looks. Uh-oh. Dyson is bringing the Dyson Zone this is part face mask, part headphones. Have you seen the picture of this? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring up no. the Dyson Zone. Okay. 
Can I just say from a pop culture aspect, Dyson is having a moment. I don't know if you knew this. Did you know that Dyson's having a moment? I didn't. Dyson has two extremely popular products. One is the Dyson Airwrap and one is the vacuum. Okay. And you are the coolest of the cool if you have either of these. One of them is like a $600 curling iron and the other one is a vacuum. Okay. And they are the elite product, I'm telling you. Okay, so they're I, having a moment. They're taking their dub from those two products and they're making... Well, they're about to have an even better moment because I pulled up an is image... Is that Brendan Fraser? It's not Brendan Fraser, <laughs> but it is a guy on a subway wearing what looks like a Bane DJ mask. Okay, this is mm. something that goes over your face. So the way Dyson says the zone... Caroline needs that for our house. Exactly. My sister who's allergic to our cats... So Dyson says this is a zone. This is their set of noise-canceling headphones with a sort of mandible that covers your mouth. So it brings in air from the two earpieces, okay? It pulls in air, it filters it, and then pushes the air out in front of your face. This is the Dyson CPAP. It's like a CPAP machine, yes. (laughs) I would sleep so good if I had this. (laughs) It's a noise-canceling CPAP machine that you wear on your face. That's awesome. Who wouldn't love a CPAP to just walk around life? I think anyone honestly, who doesn't want to look like a goober. Honestly, like, okay, if I'm hiking alone in a high elevation in Colorado, I would love this. Really? I would love it. Okay, but not around anyone else. No, you probably would feel not. ridiculous wearing this. Well, other hikers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the, their logic is Dyson makes air purifying systems that help you breathe better and sort of block out air pollution, okay? One of their designers says, well, what about noise pollution? People who live in bigger cities, there's a lot of things that can mess up your environment, cause anxiety, traffic, construction, uh, loud talkers. They said, let's create something that takes away air pollution and noise pollution. So the result, noise-canceling headphones and air air filtration built into You know what? I like it. Let's go. Do you like this? Do you think this is neat? I like the public ventilation system because we do have, there are people that really do suffer from, you know, the smog and the allergies and things like that. I don't think that the noise canceling headphones plays into that. I do like the mask because I think that that would be really helpful for a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. But I think that the active air filtration is kind of neat. It's like a gas mask that is more fashionable. The way they say it works The compressors in each ear cup draw air through the dual layer filters and project two streams of purified air into the wearer's nose and mouth, channeled through the non-contact visor. They're calling the little mouth thing a visor, okay? Okay. Okay. Sculpted returns on the visor ensure the purified airflow is kept near the nose and the mouth and diluted as little as possible by external crosswinds. Okay, but imagine you have this and you're mowing. Ooh. Okay. All right. I'm bringing in extra things. You saw this. You hated it. And uh-huh. I'm just saying, this has a lot of practical applications for our lives. All right. All right. All right. The mowing Imagine thing. Imagine mowing. The mowing with this would be nice. Yeah, I it totally admit, would. The mowing would be nice. But so it's not headphones because you do have to have, it's noise canceling like headphones. Can you play a Bluetooth? I'm hoping that you can play a Bluetooth on them. Now, a lot of noise canceling headphones have what's called active noise canceling where there is a microphone on them. Where basically you can hear the outside world, you can hear voices, but everything else is kind of drowned out by the noise canceling. I think that's what this is. So so you'd have to wear like AirPods underneath it? No, 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 no. They said they have active noise canceling on then, 
and then a low distortion and neutral frequency response to faithfully replicate music or audio as the creator intended. So they do okay. play music and audio. Can you imagine though? You're mowing out, you're mowing lawns, you're laying bricks. You know, this kind of thing I think would be super helpful. All right, you're bringing me around on this more than I thought I would be. I think this would be super handy because there's so many trades and so many ways that people breathe and the air just, you you can't breathe it. So I think that this would be so helpful. I hate how much you're bringing me around on this. I was fully expecting this to be a roast session on this product. No, this is amazing. I think that just sitting on the subway, yeah, is a little silly, but for trades or yard work or, you know, something like that. This is totally handy because you have to wear a dust mask when you mow. My question is, though, are they going to put this out at a price point that's going to be friendly to trade workers? Hey, they make a lot of money installing things. I'm just saying we need the trade workers right now. So you're thinking that drywall guys next year are going to be rocking these Dyson face masks? I would be. You know what? I'm going to admit when I've been brought around on something, you've brought brought me around on this. (laughs) I'm just saying this would be the most elite mowing experience of your life, wouldn't it? Yeah. The Dyson Zone, give it a Google and see what you think about it. I think initially- You got to go pick up some hay for your your fall decorations from Lowe's. You get no hay allergies. Yeah. This looks like, okay, if I had to compare this to something, I think this is a really interesting first edition of a product that's eventually going to look really cool. Okay. I feel like eventually we're going to end up with the nose things that just look like AirPods. They look like maybe a nose ring or something and it like filters your air. I think that that's where we're headed. Yeah. I really do. And I think that we're going to look at this kind of like how people look at the Model T where it's like kind of quaint and oh, that's kind of funny. Like we now have these really streamlined and sleek I think products. that, yeah, I think that fil- air filtration is the future. So sure. I think that I, I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. I'm, I think that I would have rather preferred the noise like i don't care about the noise canceling headphone mm-hmm. aspect i would just i would pay to have like the air filtration on my nose at all times because i mean allergies are so bad incredible i i'm i'm shocked i'm shook can you imagine riding your bike with this thing all right let's go to your topic because i can't hear more about how <laughs> I, I should want this because you're telling me i don't need to buy things that you're also pitching things to me well you hate it so which, there you go do you like it now you've come around to it i like the concept of it more the concept is a pretty good concept i just gotta say they've not released a product date yet or a price point yet so tbd but it's the dyson zone everything that they have that's pretty popular is around six to eight hundred dollars so it's probably gonna be six to eight hundred dollars true all right go ahead topic number three topic number three is a really really cool topic so a baby sumatran rhino was born be patient with me i don't know anything about okay so a sumatran rhino is i'll pull up some fun facts but i do know quite a bit just from my memory because i love i love all animals i'm an animal person yes and this is just a really kind of special deal that's happened there's less than 80 individuals of sumatran rhinos worldwide in captivity and in the wild and the ones in the wild have active um bodyguards oh my gosh they have active bodyguards uh they are called the Rhino protection units in Whoa. northern or in uh, southern Sumatra and wildlife protection units in northern Sumatra. So they actively are bodyguards for Sheesh. this species because there's only 80 individuals left. That's a cool they're job. the smallest um, of the rhinos. They're solitary and they're hairy. Oh, hairy. Rhinos. They're hairy rhinos. I love yeah, that. Go and look up a picture of them. They're really cute. Um, they're not cute when they're born because I saw the picture and it was not a cute baby rhino. But uh, this baby rhino was born here. Let me pull up the article. Oh, they look like. OK, they kind of look like those hairy pigs. You know what I mean? They kind of look like the hairy pigs. 
Yes. And like the smallest ones, they're in Borneo. I think the baby rhinos are cute. I think think that they're ugly cute. Yeah, they're ugly cute. Yeah, they look like a little alien. They're cute. Yeah, so I I am obsessed with this. Uh, This mama and this dude, I'll pull up the information later, but she had eight miscarriages. And finally, on her eighth miscarriage, uh, um, after her eighth miscarriage, she had this baby. I love that. Dude. That's great. Okay, so a little baby Sumatran rhino has been born. And it's huge for the species because obviously, I mean, one rhino out of 80 rhinos, that's a huge percentage increase. Yeah, that's huge. (laughs) Um, Do we know if it's a baby boy or a baby girl? Let me pull it up. Hang on. Okay, so the mother's name is Rosa. She gave birth to the female calf in captivity at the Sumatran rhino sanctuary located in Wei Kambas National Park in... Indonesia. Okay. So they're only located in Indonesia and Borneo. Those are the only places that they are left. They have been um, basically uh, endangered to the point where it's like 80% of individuals are gone now. Mm. So it's a highly endangered species. Um, they were once found widely across Southeast Asia. And yeah, they're only located in um, Sumatra and Borneo. All right. So it's a rare birth. Um for the Sumatran rhinos, um, and it brings the total number in that sanctuary up to eight individuals. Sweet. Yes, it's a really good news. Um, they've been in jeopardy due to poaching and habitat distraction. Um, animal trainers, po- animal traders poach for their horns for commercial and medical purposes and use in Chinese medicine. But they do have bodyguards in the wild. So love that. Yeah, they have their rhino bodyguards. But yeah, it's a baby. And I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Hang on. Let me look it up. I think it was a baby girl. You said baby girl. Yes. Gave birth to the female calf. I love that. Yeah, All so right. So it's a little baby. I don't Way think it has go. a name yet. But uh, yeah, it's very, very big news. Very awesome. I love the Sumatran rhino. I love that it's hairy. Yeah. And it's like got this red hairy color. And they are um, solitary individuals. They're one of the um, few rhino species that are completely solitary. They like so being alone. They like being alone. I get it. Yeah, they're shy. All right, they're shy. They're shy. They're shy and there's not very many of them. I know. Okay, well... I'm going to start crying if I stay on this for much longer. It's really sad, but it's also very hopeful that one was born. Yeah, that rocks. Way to go, rhinos. I mean, they're basically doing the process that we wanted for. There's a rhino species that went completely extinct a couple of years ago. Right. Um, I think there's only three members left and they're all female. But Uh, um, they are basically doing the work now that should have been done for those. And if it had been done for those, we might still have some of them left. So it looks like we can slowly, hopefully rebuild the population. That'd be nice. We've done it before with other species. Cool. Um, I read recently that the humpback whale is off the endangered species list. Heck yeah. Because there have been so many individuals born. See, there are some dubs worth celebrating. There are some. It's not all, I love humpback it's whales. It's not all slaps and stupid air headphones. It's no. Good things are happening. We too. like the air headphones. We do. <laughs> Thank you for listening this week. Have a great weekend. Drink lots of water. Hug someone. And we'll see you next time. Purify your air. Purify your air. Get a a HEPA filter. We have one. We do have one. We spent so much money on one. Yeah, we did. (laughs) 